what's good? It's your boy Big Neil back with 31 Days, 31 Proverbs as we go through this uh, book of Proverbs. We're in chapter 13. Again, we're still with King Solomon, the second phase of uh, the sayings of, of King Solomon, book of Proverbs. And one thing that is consistent here in the book of Proverbs is how he talks about discipline. That's the message of discipline in several different verses. Discipline over your money, discipline over your time, what you say, how you say it, and your effort. Okay, the second version, 13 and 2. A man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth, but the, but the soul of the unfaithful feeds on violence. Verse 4. The soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. Verse um, 10. Let's go there. By pride comes nothing but strife, but with well-advised, but with the well-advised is wisdom. He's talking about being disciplined. And these are different things. Yes, they don't correlate with each other per se. But again, this is a book of principle, not full of prophecies, prayers, and poems. Being disciplined will save you and aid you for your future. He talks highly and consistently against being lazy. And the things he talks about when it comes down to watching your mouth and what you do over your money, um, the ransom of a man's life is in his riches, but the poor does not hear rebuke. You have to be disciplined. Have to learn how to take wisdom from other people. All right, but the poor does not hear rebuke. What is it telling you? It's telling you that the rebuke has come. You do not listen to it. It's not talking about so much poor in the in the bank, kind of poor in spirit, poor in intellect. You don't want to hear nothing. You think you got it. And wealth is not always defined by how much money you have. Especially nowadays in 2020, I would not would not define one's wealth by what you about by your money. Because as we because as we as we have all seen very quickly in this year, it can go like that and it's gone. But it is talking about being integral, having discipline, working hard, and not being lazy. Uh, verse 18, poverty and shame will come to him who disdains correction, but he who regards a rebuke will be honored. So per se, there is no theme for it, as in a storyline that comes together to give some great revelation. But the idea and the message of it is be disciplined, have instruction, be open and be disciplined. Discipline, the practice of obeying, uh, a practice of being a set, a set, a set amount of rules. Uh, or, 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 or obeying a code of behavior coming off the top of my head so forgive me for stuttering being disciplined it is something that a lot of people a lot of people uh, lack and it's not so much as something that is always uh, it's not expensive but it takes time it takes sacrifice and it takes someone to, to, to learn discipline to, to, uh, to apply it and to value it what else we got here before I let you go? There's not much to talk about here because these middle books are very direct in, in the Proverbs. Don't correlate. There's no out of revelation. Let's, let's go to verse 24. He who spares his ride hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him promptly. Every now and again, the book of Proverbs, especially in the middle chapters, you hear a verse or two about family and building up family and punishment. This time we talk about punishment. He who spares his right hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him promptly, quickly. Okay, talk about parental discipline. 
right, if you love your child, you discipline them, period. Pop them, put them in timeout. More than put them in timeout, trying to be nice. You pop them, you whoop them. You got to kill them. But you have to know that that, that that standard must be set by a parent first. Because the world is going to be so much more harder on your baby than anything else. And if you can give him that tough love with love and with guidance, he'll be okay. He'll learn to value discipline. He'll learn to listen. He'll be open to not be lazy. But you have to set a standard. So, I want you to go back through uh, Proverbs 13. And if there's any, uh, any scriptures that pop out to you, write them down. Study them. Pray about it. This is what I do when I come through Proverbs. Not all of them pop out to me, but some things are um, very much needed after I have went through something and realized if I had known that, I wouldn't have did such and such. But now that I do know, I can help someone else not go through it because I understand a righteous man hates a lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and comes to shame. Okay? That's verse 5. I know that now. I know that better now. Because sometimes we just need some insight. And that's it. So I love with the love of Christ. I want you to read through chapter 13 as we keep going on with this journey. And um, if it's one verse I want to leave you with to keep on your mind and your spirit is to keep your hope up. Verse, 13, verse 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. The tree of life symbolizes uh, a deeply felt desire. It's like a, like a spring coming forth. And sometimes we don't realize how much we need hope. We don't realize how much hope disciplines us and keeps us level and keeps us straight and keeps us passionate, keeps us kind, keeps us praying, keeps us believing, keeps us faithful because we have hope in something, hope for something. So don't let your hope become discouraged. Don't let your hope tank become empty. Keep on believing. Keep on hoping. Keep yourself in God and believe and know that the best is still yet to come. So if I leave you with anything, if chapter 13, verse 12, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, is it the tree of life? Love with love, Christ. Talk to you soon. Peace.